the pandemic, social unrest, the state, and the White House. You are listening to the John DePietro Show. Well, good afternoon, folks. What a storm last night. It is Thursday. It's 12.06. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our award-winning website. As voted by the readers of Rhode Island Monthly, best local news site. Thank you once again, everyone. But our program is brought to you by Soul Source Restoration. Now, folks, call them today. 24 emergency service. They're going to be busy. But what do they do? Storm damage, water damage, mold remediation, S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration. Now, you're listening right now. Good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. It's the John DePietro Show on Facebook. <clears throat> we do the live stream. It's our midday report. Uh, or maybe you're listening on AM 1380 or 99.9 FM. Or you could be listening, as I said, online. But either way, there's a link at the website, DePietro.com. So if you're remembering this, all you have to remember is if you log on at DePietro.com, you can see the link to soul source restoration, storm damage, water damage, tremendous amounts of water last night. As you know, New York City, New Jersey really flooded. Rhode Island hit very hard, obviously. But if that applies to you, water damage, storm damage, link through. That's what they're there for. 401-712-2700 in Massachusetts. They have a Massachusetts number, 617-247-5900. The website is S-O-L-E, Soul Source Restoration. Do I expect you right now, you're riding in a car, you're on 146, and you're saying, Juan, I I can't remember those numbers. All you have to remember is go to the website, dipetro.com, and a link right through. Now, folks, as I'm mentioning it again, that was uh, quite a storm last night. And as I I mentioned last hour, when you think about it, we had so much coverage and buildup to uh, Hurricane Henry, which basically filtered out. Uh, last night's storm was far worse. And if you've seen some of the video, Channel 12 has footage that has just gone nationwide of the, a street in Portsmouth collapsed. The East Bay, the East Bay was heavily, heavily affected. <clears throat> but if you log on at DePetro.com, and folks, there's a lot of different stories in the news. We're going to jump around a little bit, but some very significant stories. Um, and one of the stories that I posted is... And this is where the Rhode Island Republican Party needs to speak up. You can see it. So far, I'm the only one that is reporting on this. And I kind of know why. Because this state senator, Tierra Mack, who we've talked about in the program, who I've posted about on the website, she um, she is, in fact, I believe that there are many different parties who are very intimidated by her. And as a result of that, they... They don't criticize her because they're afraid. Number one, she's a member of Black Lives Matter. Number two, by her own definition now, she's a person of color. She's a member of Black Lives Matter. She wants to abolish police. If you look on her Facebook and Twitter feeds, she describes herself, her pronouns are she and her, queer reproductive justice advocate. But to me... This is a story that the media, if this were a Trump supporter, if this were someone that had a Facebook photo of them wearing a Make America Great Again hat again or mean tweets 2024, whatever, they would go with it. But you can read about it on the website. The language is appalling. But and I can't even repeat the language. But she refers to herself in the third person, which I'm not sure if that's now the the whole um Tony Silver effect now coming into play. Tony Silver doesn't do that type of thing. Folks, you know what's interesting? A week ago, Tony Silver was still the chief of staff of Governor McKee and, you know, doing the interview with um, with Tim White. But she puts Tierra Mack, who is an elected state senator, Camp Street section of Providence, District uh, 6, blanking loves abortion. I mean, it's just so appalling. Loves abortion. She's an elected state senator. Who thinks that way? Who talks that way? Who posts things like that? This is all as a result of what's going on in Texas. Is this affecting anyone in Providence? No. Is, it, is there anyone in Rhode Island or her constituents that can relate to what's going on? No. Zero. 
I am waiting to see if the Rhode Island Republican Party will finally someone at least draw attention to it. You're not talking about an advocate. You're not talking about just someone who just wants to post on social media. She's an elected state senator. I think that goes over the line. Loves abortion and even uses a word that I cannot use in broadcast. Um, but anyhow, that's on DePetro.com. We also have, you know, Governor McKee, he, um, <clears throat> I know the McKee people listen to the program. And he is, um, I, I don't know where they are in the storm, but they're definitely in a little bit of a storm. They are right now. And the problem with when you're new and a Tony Silva situation, the former chief of staff pops up. One of the problems is you, you take your eye off the ball on certain other areas. And folks, and I'm going to draw your attention right now. It's 12 minutes past 12. The Providence Journal has come out with a very strong story. Now, the rest of the media, I think because of competitiveness, they're not necessarily going after it. But it's still a big story. And it's a very big story. <clears throat> but And I want to, yesterday... As many of you know, a lot of the healthcare workers, and I want to be very clear, I don't want to see anyone out of work. And they're in a very tough bind, and they were on the front lines. And I think one of the biggest problems here is that Governor McKee and the head of the Rhode Island Department of Health, Dr. Nicole Alexander Scott, folks, let's be honest, there's been more outreach meetings with illegals than there have been for our frontline healthcare workers. So they've been demanding a meeting. He won't meet with them. Governor McKee has said, nope, October 1st is the deadline, and that's it. If you're not, uh, uh, if you're not, vac- have, it's, a, it's a, a vaccine mandate. If you're, not vac- have a, if you're not vaccinated, excuse me, there's the word, by October 1st, then you're, that's it, you're out. Uh, very hard line. I said yesterday, this is kind of his Ronald Reagan moment. Is he really going to stand firm like Reagan did against the air traffic controllers? Now, so Paul Rihanna, who, and they have been rallying, and I give them credit, they have, and they, they've, it's tough. Listen, they're working full time. They're not professionals at this. They're trying to all volunteer, trying to get this together. They had the petition. Media kind of blew things out of proportion a little bit at the state house. But he put out yesterday on Facebook that basically the governor's office have reached out to him and they want send an email if, in fact, you either been terminated, you left your job or risk of losing a job. So that's important because and he has a Joe.Alman at governor.ri.gov. So I spoke with Paul yesterday and I said. You know, I'd just be a little cautious of that because what they really seem to want is the McKee people are trying to determine fact from fiction. They're trying to determine, are we talking about, is this a group of 200 people? Is this a group of 500 people? Is this a group of 800 people? They, I don't think they know. I don't think they have an honest answer here. Um, The mayor of North Providence, Charlie Lombardi, was on the news last night saying that he had, I think, 20 firefighters in North Providence that were not vaccinated. He said to them, if you're not vaccinated by this date, you're out. And then I think he said 10 of them went and got vaccinated. So they're not as hardline. A lot of the frontline workers are very much hardline. So as they're battling this and the clock is ticking and depending on the type of vaccine, I still maintain that with some communication, if someone has received the first shot of the vaccine. So when October 1st arrives and then their second shot is scheduled for, I'm just going to say the first, and I don't know this for a fact, but I'm just going to say the first seven to 10 days, maybe even two weeks within October, I'm willing to bet that they, the McKee people, I think, I don't know this, but I, I just have a feeling they would you follow it, monitor it, but not exactly terminate someone. So the healthcare workers, though, they're up against it. And they are, uh, they had a rally scheduled for this Saturday. And, and I believe, but this is important, folks. What I'm about to lead to is, is very important. It's a big, big change. And it, it, it also, it shows that when the, you know, the, the governor can't do everything. And I think with the, the Silva, and Silva has been preoccupied with his mess for a while. You take your eye off the ball and... Um, and 
and then things kind of fall apart. So, you know, this Saturday night, Governor McKee is having a water fire to thank essential workers, COVID heroes. And it, it's I'm going to say it. That's like tone deaf. A huge number of them. And it's it's pretty good numbers. Um you know, have been rallying and getting together and they can't get a meeting. So now I, I'm not exactly sure that I, I know this Saturday night at six o'clock, they're going to meet at the state house and they plan to go right up to Governor McKee. Boy, Governor McKee has not had luck with these uh, water fires at all. First, you have a Lorza going at him. Now he's going to have them. So I don't know. I'm going to try to clarify with Paul on if the, the, they were scheduled to do one at two o'clock at Rhode Island Hospital. Maybe that's still on. But now I'm seeing that they're, they're doing Rally for Freedom, which I think they should keep the same name, but it's it's the same night at 6 o'clock. So they'd one do a two at the hospital, then six. That seems like a lot. You kind of want to keep everyone together. But <clears throat> my point is, um, I'm not sure if they even realize it. And as I'm checking on Facebook, I don't think they realize it yet, just yet. But I shared a, a big story and come. Coming up at 2 o'clock, Governor McKee is going to have his COVID briefing. He's going to be at URI with Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott and Tom McCarthy. And he has decided to take his COVID press briefing that he does every Thursday kind of on the road. Last week, they were at a a drugstore in Providence on North Main Street. Today, they were at URI. And I I just question the backdrop on that. And I want to just double check. I don't think they're moving that but it's okay so they're going to have it at uri today at two o'clock and of course he's going to be asked about um the whole you know situation regarding with what's happening and he has been asked and one of the questions that he was asked was this whole business of whether or not like he's involved with a game of chicken with um the frontline workers but and this is very important, what I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. And if you are one of the frontline workers, I don't know why they're not <clears throat> um, talking more about this. Some of it could be because of the storm. Some of it could be the media is territorial. The, the media, just so many people don't realize, they're very hesitant to report other people's reporting. And what that means is if when Channel 12 had Tony Silva, Channel 10 just doesn't run the interview they go out and try to get Chief of Staff Tony Silva. <clears throat> it's not like ESPN doing Sports Center where they're showing highlights from everybody. So the Providence Journal has a blockbuster story that they just unleashed this morning. And it would be my guess that the rest of the media are trying to get the same type of reporting. They're not going to just report the Providence Journal is reporting the following. But I'm going to tell you what it is because it's very significant. Folks, this portion of the program, though, was brought to you by Bronze Pastry Gourmet. Now, listen, pop in. They're open. They were closed for a while in June. Everything fresh. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence. It's Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Sausage, pepper, eggplant, meatball calzones, buffalo chicken calzones, pizza strips, chicken parm calzones, brownies, cakes, Trump chocolate covered donuts. Ron's Pastry Gourmet. Ron and Melissa, the best. 170 Royal Little Drive in Providence, right off of Silver Spring Street. They're near AAA in Providence. Safe, easy, plenty of parking, off the beaten path. Ron's Pastry Gourmet and free coffee for police, military, and also for um, firefighters, first responders. Folks, this portion of the program is brought to you, and again, go to the website, petro.com, uh, but it's brought to you by the Centerdale. Centerdale Revival, comfort food, cocktails, 2025 Smith Street in North Providence. Stop it and see them. They won several awards with the Rhode Island Monthly. Well, the story that I'm referring to, and I, I will check Twitter in just a moment, but she's a newer reporter, but this is a very significant story. And again, right now at 1220, if you're watching on Facebook Live, you know someone you're listening, and you're connected to those frontline workers. Um, <clears throat> the story story that the Providence Journal has that is very unfortunate for Governor McKee is the fact that according to the Providence Journal, and I did put this on the Facebook page because I I'm not even sure if it's in the print edition. I don't even know anymore what's in the print edition, what's in just online. But we've heard about the colleges 
and they've talked about the colleges. Now, I mentioned like Johnson and Wales are allowing a lot of exemptions for students coming back, right? J&W, but they're a private school. Now, Brown University and Providence College, very, very strict and virtually like no flexibility with Brown and PC regarding who can get a exemption based on religious grounds for those people that don't want to get the vaccine, okay? Now, again, those, they're private schools, so they can do what they want. But what I think is a problem is over 1,000 URI students who are back have requested a religious vaccine exemption. All you had to do was check a box. All you had to do was check a box. This is the Providence Journal. This just hit today at 1030, uh, updated at 1040. That while Rhode Island colleges tout high vaccination rate, religious exemptions and are all, not always difficult to obtain. URI, all you have to do is check a box. But here's where it really breaks down. Now, as I said, Brown and PC, it's very difficult. They're not even granting them. URI has over 1,000 students granted religious exemption. Now, hear me out. I understand and recognize college students are not exactly at risk, but they've been touting this whole thing. This is the state university. Here's where it runs into a problem for the McKee people. My impression. University Health Service Director Ellen Reynolds, who also serves as Assistant Vice President, said as long as the form is filled out properly, the exemptions are granted. You don't have to provide a paragraph. You don't have to provide a note from someone. All you have to do, there's just a box you check. I'm not vaccinated. Religious exemption. Boom. Ready? Part of the reason, lack of guidance from the Rhode Island Department of Health. Holy cow. As it stands, URI is modeling its document or for 2019 template provided by the state for religious exemption requests. However, those apply to illnesses like flu, hepatitis, and measles. How is it possible? The URI kids are all back in school. What are you going to do? Turn around now and tell the kids that just moved in from New Jersey, Connecticut, and all over? Oh, by the way, wait a minute. The exemption thing doesn't work. Reynolds said that because the state has not mandated vaccines for college students, they weren't able to provide us with a form. They're up there announcing that all teachers have to be vaccinated. This is blank backwards. Like, are you kidding me? That's what they're using? The 2019 form? How many people were even using measles, flu, religious exemption in 2019 and prior to that? Now, this circles around. Why is this important? This is not about the URI kids. What I'm saying is, how is it possible, folks, at 1224 on this Thursday, and you're listening to the John DePietro Show on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM, how on earth is it possible that students at URI basically could be exempt from getting vaccinated by simply checking a box on a form, nothing else provided, and you're about to fire 1,000 frontline healthcare workers. That is completely inconsistent. And there are many healthcare workers that are 24, that are 23, that are 22, same age as many of the college students. How is that fair? I mean, this is just now um, Reynolds says, I think the discussion was we want to remain consistent with what we do. So as a state entity in a state school, we felt we'd keep consistent what we've done with other diseases. Are you kidding me? Like, this is not other diseases. There's nothing that prohibits school, whether the state or private, from adding or adjusting that form, except all the kids have already moved in and enrolled. For example, CCRI's form asked for a detailed statement describing how the vaccination would be contrary to religious beliefs, practices, or observances. While PC asked for an essay that then is evaluated by the priest. The journal requested copies of Rhode Island's college form and they were awaiting a response. The journals also requested vaccine exception rates from CCRI and RIC and they're also awaiting a response. 
As it stands, medical exemptions are difficult to obtain, being granted for a limited number of conditions. In the case of URI, which is not nearly tricky to secure, they said there's a listen to this, there's a chance a student could be used to the request form simply because they don't want to be vaccinated. A chance, a chance. Hold on one second, folks. Make it. 115. A chance. Like, is this for real? And they're just announcing that, like, I I was really surprised at this. But, folks, this comes down to this is on the Department of Health. You could blame the people at URI. Um, URI faculty union reaches COVID-19 vaccination agreement. Well, how is that going to stand? The faculty union at the University of Rhode Island has reached an agreement. Full-time faculty to get COVID vaccine. The goal of the agreement, keep the community safe and enhance teaching and research. Classes at URI are scheduled to start next Wednesday. That's right. (coughs) Excuse me. They go back after Labor Day. The school has already issued a student vaccine mandate. Now, this story is not updated, but it's very simple. That all you have to do... And he's going to be at URI. All you have to do is check the box and you don't have to abide by that. So I think this is um, I am very, very surprised that this went through like this. But here's why it's important is I believe this certainly provides the frontline workers, anyone connected with Paul Rihanna and so forth. That, I mean, uh, how, how is that fair? Because from what I understand, a lot of the healthcare workers have, um, that they've been getting turned down. And it's far more of a process. That's what I've been told. Many of them have tried to get the religious, religious exemption. And, and instead, they're being told they're going to lose their job and be fired if they don't get vaccinated. You are right. How is you are right? Here's my question. How is you are right going by the same form they were using since 2019? Now, again, I don't know that woman. I don't think I know her. Um, I don't have anything against her, obviously. But this is why, like, how is it possible that the the faculty, they're meeting, all right, we're all going to make sure we're all vaccinated. and, And the students just check a box. Could be an atheist. Doesn't matter. I like how they said, yeah, you know, in, in hindsight, I guess I guess you could just check it if, if you just don't want to get the – yeah, no kidding. Folks, this portion of the program, and this is going to be needed over the next couple of days, is Jamie's Power Wash, Jay Freitas Construction. Uh, call him today, 401-837-4545, 401-837-4545. Jamie's Power Wash, Handyman Services. Look for him on Facebook. I'll tell you, they do a fantastic job. I am such a fan. He is uh, is a real pro. And, you know, from the way he operates, pressure wash your vinyl siding, remove the dirt, mold, mildew, bugs, stains. Uh, they do decks, gutters, uh, patios, wood, vinyl. He does it all. Janie is incredible. Home repairs, drywall, handyman, Mr. Fix-It, painting odd jobs. Jamie Freitas, 401-837-4545. Look for him on Facebook. And then the website is jamiespowerwash.com. Now, I want to just double check something because now I don't think that's accurate. The Channel 10 story that I just saw, they claimed, I believe, that um, actually, hold on, folks, bear with me. It's 1230. I want to just um, pull pull this uh, I want to just pull this up from um, exactly with the, the governor. He is going to URI. I, I am surprised at that because, well, now it, it certainly makes the, the journal story um, come into play a lot more. I mean, and, and whoever scheduled that. Listen, I'll leave it. The governor can't do everything, right? He's got to delegate. Could even say that this falls to um, 
it certainly falls within the fact that, uh, you know, this is one of the problems when you have your chief of staff is in a controversy and then they're distracted and and then it um, these types of things happen. But this this should fall on the uh, Department of Health. This absolutely it is two o'clock. All right. He's holding his week, weekly briefing at two o'clock. Channel 10, that's that's wrong in saying that it's one o'clock. It's actually two o'clock. But that that is I believe that. I believe that um, that basically this opens the door and it makes the argument stronger for the health care workers who are still fighting and they don't want to get the, the vaccine. And I, I'm actually let's see. Now, this is odd because now Channel 12 is saying one o'clock COVID briefing at URI. Um, uh, that that's I find confusing. And again, folks, I I apologize, but that is um we're, we're getting different <laughs> times here. Um, and and again, I'm I'm well aware that I'm live at twelve thirty two. I, I I could play one of the stories um, on the storm while we confirm this, but I I do want to um just double check that because I'm pr- pretty sure that they had exactly what what time this is now i was again under the impression uh let's see uh governor's office vaccinations uh uri oh one o'clock all right all right so it is one o'clock so there they say one so now this is interesting although then they did did they send out two different no one o'clock all right so it is next hour all right then we'll tap into that we will absolutely tap into that. So um, it was two. And so there's some confusion on that. There's definitely some confusion on that. But I want to hear exactly how he's going to address that situation, meaning Governor McKee, that that doesn't seem fair at all. That in no way seems. Uh, how, how is that possible? How are you? Think of that. It also, folks, it makes no sense that at Brown University and Providence College, that basically some schools, it's very difficult to get out of the vaccine. What I mean by that is you're sending a lot of mixed messages. Think of within a family that one child. um, All right. Now I'm seeing your I just sent this out. The University of Rhode Island is requiring all full and part time faculty and non class staff to provide proof by October 15th or request a medical or religious exemption. So full part-time faculty, non-classified staff. But the students can still get one, obviously, very easily. So that is, and that falls within URI and the Department of Health. So if I were Governor McKee, it's not even a matter if I were. Governor McKee has a right to be upset about this. Because I would question Dr. Scott, this falls to, and I, I don't even know, is, do they have a new president at URI or is it the, the same president at URI? But this is, um, like, that makes no sense at all. There's no consistency in the message that the students don't have to provide anything. It's as simple as checking a box and boom, they don't have to uh, prove anything. And over 1,000 students are exempt from it at URI. That, I just don't understand that. URI says the Department of Health never gave guidance on the shot exemption forms. We'll have to ask out to them for more information. I, I just, how, how is that possible? Like these are jobs. This is someone's job to do that. This falls with Dr. Scott, someone on her staff. Folks, right now at 1235, hear me out. It's time that we start to, people have to be held accountable. People have to start to be held accountable for their actions. Whether it's in the Biden administration or locally, 
Um, you know, Tony Silva was pushed out, but Governor McKee has got to decide, is he just going to fulfill the term of Governor Raimondo, or is he actually going like, to gonna start to be the governor here? Now, look at this, folks, this headline. Rhode Island budget surplus comes in 51 million higher than forecast. They're just going to blow through the money. I have a problem when I see headlines like that because they never do the responsible thing. Why don't they cut taxes then? Why don't they do something that makes sense with all this money that is flying around? That just means more raises. Um, now, the other thing is, and I know, do you know this? Forty, I think 45,000 people in Rhode Island that their extra unemployment benefits are about to kick out. And they're about to end. So uh, that's going to be all of these businesses. And I've got an email from some people saying that, you know, can anything be done? And da, da, da. listen, the party is over for those that have been collecting the extra unemployment. I mean, this is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, it's time to go back to work. It is absolutely time to go back to work. Now, folks, right now at 1237, Good afternoon. The big story is, I mean, this is really incredible. Flooding chaos as storm wallops city. Biblical Manhattan. If you've seen any of the footage in New York, I mean, they, they've, they've never had a flash flood warning in Manhattan. Think of that. They've never had a flash flood warning in Manhattan. Twisters in New Jersey. If you saw that Rhode Island in Portsmouth, that looks like an earthquake hit. Um, you know, the other story that is, is out there, and that is that this whole situation in Texas, but we'll, we'll deal with that at another time. I'm also seeing, um, Biden tax hike largest since 1968. Folks, I mean, he, he is so clearly not up to what's happening right now in the country situation in Afghanistan remains a complete disaster. So at one o'clock, I want to dip into Governor McKee. We're, um, we're definitely going to dip into Governor McKee with the COVID briefing coming up at one, and especially at URI, where that, that to me, now I don't understand that in any way, other than, listen, all I'm saying is, if you're going to have this across the board, don't you think, I mean, that's a lot of mixed messages. So students can just check a box and they don't have to be vaccinated. At Brown University, Providence College, certain universities, it's very difficult. URI, you just check a box, no questions asked. Nope, I'm not getting vaccinated because of religious exemption. Boom. My point is that certainly isn't fair to the frontline healthcare workers who are about to be terminated if they don't get vaccinated. Like, how is that possible? So someone who's 22 and a student at URI checks the box, they don't have to be vaccinated. Someone who just graduated in June or May, excuse me, got a job, they're going to be fired October 1st if they're not vaccinated. Uh, does that make sense to anybody? Governor McKee, I'm anxious to hear how he explains. To me, it sounds like someone dropped the ball with either URI or the Department of Health. The fact that URI is using a 2019 template Folks, are, are we using anything prior COVID, right? Like BC, before COVID, that's what they're using? This portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by R.E. Coogan and Heating. Folks, call them today, 401-732-6562. It's Coogie. Listen, 24-hour emergency service for plumbing, for heating, for cooling. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating, 401 732 6562 401-732-6562. Look for them on Facebook, and then the website is recooganheating.com, recooganheating.com. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. As they say, let us into the home, don't fix it alone. RE Coogan and Heating, 401-732-6562. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by, hey, come along. It turns out we have four seats left. Patriots Jets in New York. As you know, Cam Newton is gone. Mac Jones is the quarterback. The new era begins September 18th and 19th. Round trip motor coach. Great seats for the game. Plus 
stay overnight in the hotel Saturday night, and then we have the big tailgate party. Call 401-274-TRIP, 401-274-TRIP, or online at 274trip.com. Patriots Jets in New York, September 18th and 19th. Come along with me, Alan Hockman Tours. I will talk more about that on Juan After Dark. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, I want to appeal to, if you are someone, family member, friend, Anyone you know who is maybe in some kind of an accident, there have been a lot of accidents with all the water. Remember, get your vehicle repaired with West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body. Dependable, reliable. They're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Let me ask you a question right now at 1241 on this Thursday. Did someone damage your car? Whether it is drunk driver, someone hydroplaning, whatever the situation, call West Fountain Auto Body today. 401-272-3340. 401-272-3340. West Fountain Auto Body located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Well, folks, good afternoon at uh, 1242. It's John DePietro on AM 1380, 99.9 FM. can always listen online at the website which is depetro.com. Um, this is, um, I'm not even going to get into that. I mean, the uh, this is an incredible how everyone has picked up. I'll tell you, that reporter from Channel 12, the photog, excuse me, Johnny Viella, his video from Portsmouth, CBS News has it, that road completely collapsed. So uh, excellent job by him. Um, you know, that's a good point. With all this money that has come in, it's been over 20 years since the DEPCO bonds were paid off early. Be a good time to reduce the Rhode Island sales tax rate back to 6% as it was in 1991. Make the rates competitive with Connecticut and Massachusetts. You know, that is an excellent point. With all this money that is flowing in, I don't understand at all how they just keep blowing through this money at the state house. But folks, Governor McKee, the, um, you know, he was having a good run. Uh, I thought April was a good month for Governor McKee. I thought May he had a good month. But the bottom has fallen out, really fell out in, in August. And now, um, with the situation for September, I, I think he's, um, he definitely has some challenges here. He definitely, without question, has some challenges. And I want to reiterate that I'm very surprised that the Department of Health now has not reached out and had more conversations with many of the frontline workers who have been protesting, who are told that they are going to lose their job if they're not uh, if they're not vaccinated by October 1st. I think that situation has been mishandled. And the fact that he's got the COVID briefing coming up at one. Now, they moved it. It was, had been two. New time, one o'clock. That's fine. There's some different times here, uh, depending on the media outlet. But I think it's one o'clock because I, I did check. And the, the governor set out uh, an updated schedule of him saying that it is now one o'clock. But then early in the week, it was two o'clock. So and this is now he's dealing with yet another storm under his belt. But this URI problem, folks, they, um, you know, everyone is just talking about plane crashes in a building in Connecticut. Storm washed out a street in Portsmouth. That is just the flooding in the local area. But this is a problem. URI Faculty Union reaches COVID vaccine agreement. They have till October 15th. But, but this business that the students could just check a box. I mean, that makes no sense at all without any documentation um, I don't understand how that is allowed. And what I mean by that is there's, there's just no consistency. And, and now what, what's the, the governor going to do? He, he can't blame his former chief of staff, Tony Silva, because he's, he's gone. He's out, even though he said never, ever, and was even going third person with that. But how is it that the state university, I, I'll even go, I don't think they have the same protocol as CCRI and Rhode Island College. Like, how is that possible? 
How is it that URI, Rhode Island College, and CCRI are all following different protocol for their students? At Providence College and Brown University, they're not, you cannot be a student at those schools unless you're vaccinated. And if you want to try to get around that, it's very strict and they investigate it and they go through it. But according to the Providence Journal, all you have to do is check the box and and you don't have to worry about the vaccination. So I am very surprised to hear that. Simply one of the reasons is, is because the governor, uh, Governor McKee, who, who so far, I think his someone from his office, Joe Almond, who's not the chief of staff, who's not the chief of staff, but you can see the story on the website, petro.com that they were in communication with this group and basically saying to them, listen, everyone who has either uh, threatened to lose a job or quit, uh, Paul Rihanna put out, uh, we will not comply, receive word. Well, he put chief of staff. He's not the chief of staff, unfortunately, uh, but he does work in the governor's office. They don't want anyone to get fired over this. He will stand behind true here has already lost their jobs. The governor's office has asked it to begin to send in the evidence. He writes, this is a call to action. Anyone that has been terminated, left their job, risk of losing it. Uh, one email, please. I can't change your wording. Well, uh, rejection letter, termination, resignation letter. Send them to, and Joe Allman does work in Governor McKee's office. So, He's claiming that they reached out to him and they want to hear more about this. So, I mean, that shows me that Governor McKee is starting to bend a little bit. But how URI, and again, right now at 1248, if you are a frontline worker and you've been going to the protests and you've, you know, your job is on the line and this has caused a lot of stress for people. Um. How How is that possible that 1,000 URI students just had to check a box and it's an honor system? And yet it, that's not existing anywhere else. And then URI says, well, we've just been using the 2019 template. Well, COVID hit in March of 2020. So I, am, I don't know what to make of that explanation. And I also want to um, just address something because I did get an email from someone that said, what do you mean about accurate information? And I, I will address that. But folks, I want to stay on schedule. And I want to remind you and, and uh, reach out if there's someone listening right now and you were either in you or a member of your family. Right now, it's 1248. Folks, good afternoon. It's Sean DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. If you or a member of your family or someone you work with was in a motorcycle accident, slip and fall, workplace injury, domestic abuse. Listen, I am offering you a free consultation. Jack Calvino, call 401-785-9400. 401-785-9400 or online, fightbackcalljack.com. Listen, in an ideal world, you have been hurt either in an auto accident or a motorcycle accident slip and fall, workplace injury. Uh, In an ideal world, the other party, you are entitled to be compensated and they would step up to the plate and do the right thing. Unfortunately, as many of you know, they don't do that. That means you need the fighter. You need Jack Calvino. Call for a free consultation, 401-785-9400. Wherever you can hear my voice, right now at 1249 on this Thursday. Listen, it's worth the free consultation. Fight back, call Jack. 50 years personal experience, 100 years total combined with his staff. You are entitled to be compensated for your injuries. It's a free consultation. Why not take advantage of that? 401-785-9400 or online at fightbackcalljack.com. Well, folks, good afternoon. Again, at 1250, Governor McKee briefing coming up next hour. There's been some changes. It was supposed to be 2 o'clock. Some members of the media are saying 2 o'clock. Others members of the media are saying 1 o'clock. I just double-checked the email that I received from the governor's people, and they did change it to 1 o'clock. So so that's different. That is definitely different, but I want to dip into that. He's also doing it from, doing the briefing, 
they're kind of doing like a, a road show a little bit. Last week, as I said, they were at the pharmacy. And then today, they're right on the URI campus. Now, where I believe, who's going to be there? Governor McKee, Lieutenant Governor Sabina Matos, Dr. Nicole Alexander-Scott, uh, Tom McCarthy, uh, Shannon Gilkey of URI, and URI President Mark Polange will highlight college student vaccination. Well, this is... Um, this should be very interesting since over 1,000 of them were able to get out of it by just checking a box that says they have a religious exemption. No questions asked. That is, uh, folks, they're doing the honor system here. I mean, suddenly vaccines for your I students is like you're keeping score playing mini golf, for crying out loud. Like, you have got to be kidding me. There are people, frontline workers, whose jobs are on the line. There are people that can't sleep. There are people that are, you know, miserable, and I hear from so many of them, and they can't believe they're going through this. And suddenly now, because of this vaccine mandate, people can get out of it at a student URI by simply checking off a box, the honor system. And when URI is asked by the Providence Journal, they say, well, we were going by the 2019 template like measles. Holy cow. Now, about accurate information. I want, <clears throat> I want to address this. Right now at 1252, folks, good afternoon. It's Juan. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. All I'm saying is, you know, I receive a lot of messages from different people. And many times people send me a video. And it's some guy in a lab coat. And he claims he's a doctor. And he's saying ABC. And I say, who is this person? Oh, I don't know. Who shot the video? I don't know. What country was this done in? Oh, I don't know. But he makes very good points. Is he even a doctor? You've never heard of him. I've never heard of him. We don't know where he is. We don't know when this was shot. We don't know, is this person even a doctor? Um, Other times, someone sent me a thing. You know, the vaccines, as I said last hour, people are sending things saying it's the opposite. The vaccinated people are the ones dying in the hospital. The vaccinated people are spreading it. It's the unvaccinated people that are living and the unvaccinated people are not in the hospital. I said, wow, that, that seems pretty interesting. That's the complete opposite of everything that's being reported. Where did you get that from? Send it to me. And it's a foreign news source out of Taiwan that I've never heard of before with no writer's name attached. But the person that sent it is is basing everything on this. So what I'm saying is, and they say, there you go. I mean, they I'm not getting the vaccine now. According to this, written by someone I don't know, a news source I don't know, sent out of Taiwan, according to that, the only people in the hospital are the people that are vaccinated. The only people dying are the vaccinated. Therefore, I'm not getting the vaccine. I'm just saying, listen, I do. It is a choice. It is your choice. Uh, I People should not lose their job. And I will say, I think Governor McKee, especially Dr. Scott. And folks, I have questioned them. You know, you really think that's going to change your, their minds? And their motto is, it's time. They're not talking to the people that I've been talking with. Many of you have said, listen, if someone's willing to resign their job, which they are. I see people posting on social media. If people are petrified of the vaccine, they were working frontline COVID last year. Year later, they're petrified of the vaccine. It reminds me of people who there were there are people who don't get surgery because this. I had a friend of mine who's a doctor said one of the biggest problems sometimes are people that need surgery. But they're so terrified of surgery that they don't have the surgery that could save their life. It's even more difficult when I have spoken with surgeons of children. Children that if they would have a medical procedure surgery, it could save their life. But the parents are so terrified that something could go wrong in the surgery. They opt not to have the surgery. So. My message to, and I've been saying with Governor McKee and Dr. Scott and the other people at the Rhode Island Department of Health, is I believe, and it's way overdue, and I don't know if it's even worth it now, 
but they should have had meetings and town hall and address frontline workers. Some people, I believe, have an unfounded absolute terror and fear of the vaccine. And it's so overwhelming that they'd rather roll the dice and maybe get COVID. And folks, remember, once you end up in the hospital, there's other things that can happen, right? People die of pneumonia and infections and things like that. But my point is, I think a lot of people, it's an unfounded fear that exists. And there's also, as I said, there's a lot of misinformation out there. So for your own purpose, your own self, um, just be cautious of some of that stuff. And that line that someone said to me, believe nothing you read. Well, you know, I'm reading right now that it's 72 degrees out. I think that's accurate. I think it is probably 72 degrees. I'm reading mostly cloudy. I, I think that's accurate. Believe nothing you read and only believe half of what you see. Half of what I see. I see a car ride by, but maybe I didn't. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about? That is the word. These are the words of like lunacy, absolute lunacy. But that shows me just how paranoid some people have become. And when people start talking about, well, this is really because about world power. And there's five people that are sitting in a room in Geneva, Switzerland, and they actually control the world. And it's the Rothschilds and stuff. Folks, that that fable has been around forever. I, I, I just hear these people are checking out. You know, there's a show on that, right? Red Eye. It's on overnight. Uh, what's his name? Bell used to do the show on that. You know, that's what they want us to believe, as he used to say. And then, you know, call is the caller there. Yes. What's his name? Bell. I was uh, taken aboard a spaceship. Okay. And then they, you know, do you have any footage of this? No. You have pictures of your cat on your phone, but you don't have any pictures of the spaceship. No. They wouldn't let me. Oh, all right. Then what happened? Well, then we flew around the universe. Um, folks, I'm, I'm just, you know, question the source. I know some people, anti-media, everything's a lie. Well, everything's not a lie, right? Everything's not a lie. I mean, I, I do have people, I think it's just a little extreme. Afghanistan's not happening. Those were all actors, you know. I'm a fool. I'm fooled. Those were all actors. That's a movie stage. That didn't happen. I, I just don't fall into that category. But this has been around forever. There are people, we didn't walk on the moon. The world is flat. We didn't walk on the moon. You're an idiot if you believe that. All right. You're smart. We're all idiots, apparently. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show is brought to you by Ryan's Appliance Repair. Remember we say if your appliance is dying, just call Ryan, 401-710-7096. It's 12.59. We are going to break for the one o'clock news. Now, next hour is radio only. I'm going to dip in and out of Governor McKee's COVID briefing, which has now been changed to one o'clock. It's been changed to one o'clock. So it had been two o'clock. It's one o'clock. We're going to dip in and out. I don't know if I'll take the whole thing. I don't think it's starting on time. So we're just going to go into the news as normal. But I can assure you a very important hours ahead. Radio only AM 1380 99.9 FM or you can listen online at the website petro.com Folks, stay with us. We'll be right back after the one o'clock news.